in order to cultivate a more positive self-concept and create the confidence to step through fear, a great way to do that is really understanding your skills, your passions, your talents, your accomplishments, and have them in your back pocket, right? In certain conversations so that you can become your own advocate. This is Art Is, a podcast for artists, where we brainstorm the future of the art world and the creative industries. Hi, Lauren. I'm so excited to have you back on the podcast. You were with us in the beginning of season three, and I'm delighted to have you joining us again. Perhaps we could begin with an introduction on you and your creative work. Yes, and I'm so happy to be here again. You might recognize my voice. I'm Lauren Hill. I'm a career coach for creatives. I also had a few tips throughout season four, and I'm really just so excited to jump into this conversation and I'll tell you a little bit more about me. I am a career coach for creatives and I help creatives make money doing work that they love. And I've been coaching now for about three and a half years. I have over 13 years experience in the fine art and publishing industries with over $17 million of sales of art, furniture, and books. And just a little bit about my corporate career, too. I worked with private clients like Kim Kardashian, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Whoopi Goldberg, uh, along with a lot of other VIPs. And I've hosted corporate sales technique trainings for 20-plus employees at companies like Nordstrom, RH, Broad Museum here in Los Angeles, Powell's Bookstore up in Portland just to name a few. And I'm currently teaching a variety of workshops and I coach individuals one-on-one who feel stuck and need help on a business or want to make a career change and are seeking more clarity, direction, and confidence in their work life. So Lauren, I would love to hear a little bit more specifically about the framework you employ in your coaching. What kind of techniques are you employing? And if you could walk us through that framework, I'd really appreciate it. Yeah. So I don't know if you remember those choose your own adventure books back when I was a kid. I loved those books. And I also am a big fan of tarot card readings, astrology, all these kind of insight-based adventure feeling experiences. And I feel like my one-on-one coaching process is very similar to this choose your own adventure. And so there's a framework, there's like a structure that I've created through working the process myself and with my clients, but there's also a freedom in it as well. And what I've learned, what I've found is that in order for your creative genius to really flourish, 
there needs to be a structure and there needs to be freedom. It's kind of the two happening at once, the constraint and the surrender, the safety and the uncertainty. So what I've created is an approach where I walk my clients through this structure, but it's in a very unique way each time. So it's based on where the client is at in that given moment and kind of my intuitive knowing of like, this is probably what we should be working on in this specific moment. That's really interesting. Thank you so much. I was wondering how and why does this process work, do you think? Yeah, well, like I said earlier, you know, the process has really been tested and proven through my own experience with it and dozens of people and my clients that have worked through this. So I was really my first client back in or 2009 when I graduated from college. The U.S. economy was going through a major transition and I had studied illustration in college and I just felt so kind of just plopped into the world, like, here you go, go make some money doing your artwork. And I felt so lost. And I created a process to find a job. So I did a lot of research on how to find a job, how to align with a career that you love. And through that research, I was my first client. So I ended up finding a job at a fine art gallery in the Napa Valley where I worked for six years. And I I lucked out. <laughs> the owner at the time, unfortunately, had been in a bicycle accident and was in a coma. And he was a much older gentleman. The gallery had been around for about 20 years. And he he was in a coma and they needed help. So I ended up working there for free for a few days. And then he passed away and they asked me if I wanted to be hired. And I just started selling thousands of dollars worth of artwork. Like I just kind of landed into it and embraced it and went with it. It was an incredible process, but I feel like I attracted that because of the research and the self-inquiry that I was doing. So I then applied that same process to when I wanted to move to Los Angeles, and I found a job at the international art book publisher, Tashin, as a wholesale rep. So that's a similar situation where I was like, I know I want to move to LA. I know I want to be in the art world. And so I started doing research and self-inquiry and really understanding where and why I wanted to create the next transition in my life. So I'm living proof. And then each of my clients that have been through this process are also living proof. And, you know, it's really tailored to each individual's needs. So it's not a a one size fits all program, right? So I have some clients that are more in the acting and entertainment world. So maybe, you know, you have a successful career doing voiceover for audiobooks and commercials, but you dream of being in a Marvel movie. Or, you know, maybe you work at a bookstore, but you dream of sharing your paintings on social media and and selling your art in art fairs. You know, I also have DJ clients and people who are writing and publishing books. So it's it's really a variety of creative people. And I meet 
them where they're at. I also am not just a coach because of my background in the arts and entertainment and publishing world for 17 years now. I have the knowledge of the art world and the creative industries. I really speak the same language as my clients as well. That's something that I've gotten mirrored back to me that has been really important for other creatives to have that same language, just like a doctor or a scientist or a mechanic speaks a specific language. We creatives, we also speak a similar language, where whether it's talking about aesthetics or the creative process or certain limiting beliefs that creatives deal with, like imposter syndrome, right? Or fear of being seen. I speak this language and, you know, my journey has not been easy in my own life and my own personal experiences. And I've triumphed through a lot of difficulties and a lot of trauma. And because of that, I feel like I can help other people who have experienced or are experiencing these really difficult things and really transform those difficult experiences into successes. And I actually, there was one book that I read, it was called The Obstacle is the Way. And I, I just love that idea that through these obstacles, you can pursue to become something even stronger. Yes, I also love that book. Ryan Holiday, I believe, is the author. Yes. The Obstacle is the Way. Mm-hmm. I feel like we need one with just creative experiences. Yeah. So I'd love to hear a little bit more about what you're personal journey has looked like. Could you share that with us? Yeah. So I'll take you all the way back to when I was a little kid and I started my first business, which I don't know if you know the greeting card company Hallmark, but I started a greeting card company called Hillmark. And my last name is Hill. So I would put on the back of each little card that I make, it would say Hillmark. And I just loved spreading joy and happiness and good feelings through artwork and words and sharing that with the people around me. So I feel like looking back that it's so in alignment with what I do now with the artwork that I share online and the coaching that I do. It's it's so similar in a way to that business that I didn't really make any money doing that, but it was a fr- it was my first quote business that I created. And from there, I grew up, I was kind of middle class. My first job, I worked at a Mervyn's, which I don't even know if they exist anymore in the children's department selling clothes. It was a very basic job. So I went from that to then graduating art school and selling millions of dollars worth of art and furniture and now owning my own creative coaching business, which paid to do work that absolutely lights me up inside. And I get to help other creatives really find their own passion. And a major part of my journey as well was getting sober. So almost nine years ago, I was struggling with drugs and alcohol abuse and I finally made the decision to get help. And I feel like that was such a huge turning point for me in finally reaching out for help because I have been able to apply that same dynamic of 
oh, I'm struggling. Like I can't do this on my own. I, I need help. I need guidance. And I've applied that into so many different areas of my life. And it has really transformed my life in so many ways. And there's a lot of, you know, emotion and feelings and shame and guilt that come up with asking for help for some reason. And I love to remind people that it's okay. It's okay to ask for help. We all need help. Like we couldn't do this without each other. Thanks for sharing that. It's really interesting to hear about the incredible journey that you've been on that has led to Curated Splash and the amazing person you are today. Thank you. So I was wondering if we could dive back into Prosperous on Purpose more specifically. Could you share some examples of what that framework and process looks like and how you walk creatives through it? Yeah, definitely. So it's a nine-step process that I've created. But like I said before, depending on where my clients are at depends on what they need out of the step. Some of the steps, maybe they don't need as much, or maybe they start with the last step. It's a very unique process. And one of the main steps, I believe, is the career values and motivations. So I truly feel like understanding your core values and what motivates you towards them is really important because once you understand your core values, you can kind of, whenever opportunities arise, you can kind of filter them through your core values. So say a certain job offer comes to you or a certain project, you can look back at your core values and say, oh, this is missing adventure or creativity or whatever your core values are specifically in your career. You can filter that through that and say, oh, this is in alignment or no, this isn't in alignment. And then I've created these journey motivation statements, which help you to keep going when times get rough. They're statements to look back at and really understand like, okay, why is it that I want to do this? Why, why do I care so much about this path that I'm on? Because it's freaking hard and I don't want to keep going and I feel like giving up. But looking back at those motivation statements, you can continue to be like, yes, I'm doing this because I want to connect with other people that are like-minded. I want to feel excited to get out of bed in the morning, whatever those motivations are for you. So that's one of the first steps is the career values and motivations. And then another main step would be the role models and brand ambitions. And this is a researching process that I've created that is really there for you to see what other brands and what other companies and people and positions are out there to kind of ex expand your brain to all the possibilities. We have this limited view of what is possible sometimes just because of what we have seen and what we know and what we've experienced. So allowing yourself to really do more research and see other brands and people and role models that light you up can help you understand you know, where your desires are 
And even if it is something that makes you jealous or envious, like there's something to that. And it's interesting to kind of just reflect back at you. Oh, this is really exciting for me. Or wow, I never knew this existed. Like maybe there's something more for me here to look at. And then another step would really be like cultivating a positive self-concept. We have our self-concept about ourselves, right? This view of ourselves. And in order to cultivate a more positive self-concept and create the confidence to step through fear, a great way to do that is really understanding your skills, your passions, your talents, your accomplishments, and have them in your back pocket, right? In certain conversations so that you can become your own advocate. So that's another step of diving into really acknowledging and understanding what your skills, passions, talents, and accomplishments are. Another major piece would be self-promotion, networking. I have my clients do informational interviews sometimes or You can call them coffee chats with other creatives. And then another big piece of it would be the internal blocks and releasing a lot of the fear and frustrations and negative mindset, shifting that into the confidence piece. So shifting that more into confidence and letting go of the fear to walk through uncomfortable situations and get comfortable with uncomfortable, allowing yourself to really feel your feelings and be with them so that you can make sense of them and separate them from yourself so that you can do things unimaginable, things that you, you never thought you could do. And that's a big piece of it too, is just releasing a lot of those internal blocks that come up from societal programming or familial programming and being able to walk through fear. Yeah, so I'm on Instagram at Curated Splash, or you can go to my website, curatedsplash.com. That's C-U-R-A-T-E-D-S-P-L-A-S-H. P-L-A-S-H dot com. And that's really where you can find me. Thank you for listening to Art Is, a podcast for artists. Please leave Art Is, a podcast for artists, a rating and review in Apple Podcasts. It really helps others find us. Also, I would love it if you took a moment to reflect on who in your life might also benefit from listening to this podcast. When you do, please share Art Is, a podcast for artists with them so we can continue to grow the show organically and brainstorm the future of the art world together. You can also support the work I do by subscribing wherever you listen and by donating to the podcast. The link to do so is in the episode description. Okay, that's it for now. Thanks so much and see you next Wednesday.